from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Ken LaVica Live presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Good to see Dr. Jim Reardon last night at FAU's big basketball win over Western Kentucky. That's right. Giving pub to FAU. Play-by-play voice of Florida Atlantic. It's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want. Go Owls. Uh, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He's with me. We got another 10 minutes or so here on Ken Levick Alive. Let me tell you a little bit about the South Florida Fair. Because it's going on this weekend. South Florida Fairgrounds. West Palm Beach. Take the family. SouthFloridaFair.com. Get your passes, and there's so much going on there. Now, I know that Friday Night Lights is a big fan of the food there. Now, are you going funnel cakes? You going elephant ears? You going kebabs? So what's your go-to here at Friday Night Lights? I'll go funnel cake, walk okay. around a little bit, play a few games, okay. then right to the turkey leg. All right, the big, the big old turkey leg. Yep. Uh, don't forget all the shows they've got. At the South Florida Fair, again, like Stone mentioned, the rides at the South Florida Fair, the Yesteryear Village, it's all there. The music, South Florida Fair, southfloridafair.com. Get your passes. Make sure to bring out the family. Going on right now through the 30th at the South Florida Fairgrounds. That's the South Florida Fair, southfloridafair.com. A couple of questions I have about some pretty notable coaches here before we we wrap up here on, on Ken Levickalov. I want to start in college basketball. Penny Hardaway is the head coach at Memphis. Now, this is this is edited, right, Stone? This is uh, bleeped out and good to go. It is bleeped out. Grabbed it from the old ESPN. Okay, good, good. Disney Company, we're safe. Everything's fine. Uh, Penny Hardaway is the coach of Memphis, and they lost to SMU last night. Uh, Memphis is a team that is full of five-star guys, a lot of expectations. I know for some that don't follow college basketball until the tournament, just trust me when I tell you this was a team that before the season had plenty of people picking them to go to the Final Four. But they're barely above 500. They're really struggling in uh, the AAC right now, in the American, and suffering the lost SMU last night. Listen to Penny Hardaway go at Memphis Media. Listen to this from Penny. I can say to this media because this media gets kind of up sometimes when it comes to me. We don't have our full roster. Y'all know we don't have our full roster. Stop asking me stupid questions about if I feel like I can do something. If I had my roster like they did, then I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. I'm coaching really hard. My boys are playing really hard. I'm not embarrassed about nothing. We have four freshmen starting. Y'all need to act like it. Act like we got 17, 18, and 19-year-olds out here trying to learn how to play against 22, 23, and 24-year-old guys. Come on, man. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Like, don't do that. I work too hard. I work way too hard for that. Y'all write all these articles about me, and all I do is work. We got young kids on the floor. They got young kids on the floor. It's not a good look. That's not a good look. Penny Hardaway, someone that the, the, the kids that play for him look up to, someone who took on the responsibility of taking over a notable college basketball program as a big name. He knows he's going to get attention. That's unacceptable, especially in college basketball. Now, SMU had five seniors starting last night, but none of them were five-star guys. Two of the players 
the freshmen that are being forced into action for Memphis that Penny Hardaway is now making excuses for? They're five-star guys. Stone, have you ever heard John Calipari, who almost every year has five freshmen starting or four freshmen and a sophomore? Have you ever heard him go at Kentucky media like that? Absolutely not. Yeah. If anything, he defends his freshmen for mm-hmm. playing hard mm-hmm. and being awesome. But he rarely makes it contentious. That's just um, that's sensitive from Penny Hardaway. That's a guy that reads way too many headlines. Penny Hardaway was sensitive to criticism as a player, and nothing has changed with Penny Hardaway, the coach. Let me that ask, is unacceptable. Let me ask you this. Did you hear the question the reporter asked? He asked, uh, paraphrase it for me. He asked, do you think you can still get the job done here? That's, a, that's disrespectful. Well, I mean, last year, they had all the pieces to go to the NCAA tournament. Did they go? No. They made the NIT. Yeah, it's not a great question. It's not a great question. Penny hasn't been there long enough for them to start questioning his job. But also, when you're starting a bunch of freshmen because you're injured or there's been COVID, but you still have two five-stars in your lineup, you should do better. It seems like he's making excuses. He's making excuses. Let me just give you an example. College basketball, this year especially, between injuries, between COVID, every college basketball program has been touched by that. You know, you've got to adjust. You've got to move on. I'm not here to just solely prop up FAU, and FAU is barely a blip on the college basketball radar. But three years ago, Florida Atlantic, with three starters injured, not playing, went to Champaign, Illinois, and beat Illinois. Went to the Big Ten and won because Dusty May just adjusted. John Calipari adjusts. Mark Few adjusts. Coach K adjusts. Penny cries. Penny Hardaway, I, I don't know, a reaction like that, I wonder if he's just if he has enough fortitude to actually be a big-time college basketball coach. That was really immature. And that doesn't reflect well on those young guys that he's making excuses for. I get it. It's all freshmen, and they're struggling. But the coach needs to be better than that. Absolutely has to be. That's a bad look on Penny Hardaway. Then there's Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy yesterday talking about the Cowboys and what led to their demise on Sunday. Here's Mike McCarthy about what he felt about his team early in that game against the 49ers. Um, I thought we were nervous to start the game. Uh, felt it in the locker room at the team prayer. Um, but I thought we fought through that okay. I mean, I, you know, they, we held them to field goals, and I think once our guys settled in, um, I, 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 thought, I thought that, you know, it balanced out and the competitiveness there. But, you know, the, the up and down was a challenge. You know, the offense not getting into a rhythm. You know, I thought the defense played stronger in the second second half, gave us, gave us a chance to stay in the game, and, you know, we needed to make a couple more plays on offense. It's just here one more time, the first couple of seconds of that. Um, I thought we were nervous to yep. start the game. Uh, yep, it there it is. I thought we were nervous. Team. Let me ask you, locker room presence, man who's had plenty of football experience leading a team as the quarterback, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Do you think the Cowboys appreciated Mike McCarthy telling media that he thought his team was nervous before that game against the 49ers? No, they most definitely didn't. But as a quarterback, I'm not going to lie when I tell you that I've had those conversations with my head coach before. Pre-game, stretch, but should routes on coach, air. Should the head coach be speaking on your behalf about whether or not you were nervous? Putting it out there, especially if you're the head coach of the Cowboys. No. Because there are code words you can use, like tight. Guys, we're tight. Oh, you got. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nervous? That's not going to play well. 
Like their kids or something. Yeah, in that market, with a team that, let's be clear, the Cowboys are full of veterans. These aren't guys that were new to the playoff spotlight. These are vets with a highly paid quarterback. That's a great point. And an experienced receiving core. And experience up and down the defensive line. That's not... They might have been nervous. That's fine. On one hand, Mike McCarthy is being open. He's being transparent. I appreciate that. But if you're the head coach of the Cowboys, you probably need to choose your words a little bit better. This is just PR 101 for me. Don't use nervous. Say tight. Especially when you're a coach who already, (laughs) the majority of the fan base has already turned its back on you. How about some self-preservation? We were tight. We were lethargic in warm-up. Yeah, yeah. We were, but even that, though, fans will be like, how could you be lethargic? How could you be lethargic? It's a playoff game. Just say tight. We were tight. We were pressing. We were tight. It's as simple as that. But to say, yeah, we were nervous with a locker room, that many veterans, and that team, ugh, he's just, he's creating, Mike McCarthy's creating problems for himself that he doesn't need to have. That's my biggest issue. He doesn't need to have those issues that's self-inflicted wounds. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Mike McCarthy's wrong. I appreciate his transparency, but he's got he's to read the situation a little bit better. That'll do it. What a damn week, Stone. What a week here on Ken Levick Alive. Meatloaf is going to take us out, passing away at the age of 74. Now one of the greatest rock singers of all time, TMZ. But this song is a damned banger, and no one can tell me otherwise. Let's ride this out for the next... 30 seconds or so. For Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, I'm Ken Levicka. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Woo! Have a great...